Hello, you are listening to Kanecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have Chris Armbruster, Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Midcap Growth Portfolio. Chris, first and foremost, thank you for taking the time today to speak with our listeners. Chris, the first quarter of 2021 saw a continuation of strong performance similar to late Q4 2020. Can you talk about some of the key drivers in the markets that have impacted this? On the surface, the mid-single-digit percent increase in the Dow Jones and S&P 500 averages in the first three months of the year seems like a continuation of the strong performance of late 2020. But under the surface, some very different trends have emerged. Value stocks have taken the leadership mantle from growth stocks, driven by a few key factors two of which I will focus on here. But before I do, it's probably instructive to reiterate that we don't subscribe to a strict classification of stocks into one basket or the other. But the market has kind of deemed any company with a strong growth profile as a growth company, and any company that has a cyclical component or has struggled to improve the top line for some time as value. First, as many value stocks are levered to macroeconomic growth, the potential rapid reopening of the economy should put a substantial tailwind at their backs. We have heard comparisons to the Roaring Twenties to frame the magnitude and duration of the bounce, and it is likely that the forward estimates for these names are suddenly too low. Growth has gone from scarce to ubiquitous in the span of a few months. As many of these companies have also spent a good deal of time, years for some, right-sizing their expense base, we feel the earnings leverage from the improved top line might also be underestimated. Second, interest rates have risen rapidly by a significant amount across the board. Reasons for the backup in rates include anticipation of economic growth, potential upcoming inflation due to expansive fiscal and monetary stimulus, and expectations for eventual rate increases by the Federal Reserve. Not only does this help many value names, like banks, that earn interest income, but in our view, it makes growth stocks less attractive. Growth stocks have exhibited a strong negative correlation to rising rates this year, as much of their cash flows are expected to come in the out years, and higher rates mean many investors discount them more heavily in calculating their current value. For us, As long as we have the same confidence in the underlying business, we have no reason to be less certain that those cash flows will indeed materialize. What were some of the key contributors to returns in the portfolio during the first quarter of 2021? The top five contributors to the mid-cap growth portfolio this quarter were automated bill payment enabler Bill.com, leading sports betting platform DraftKings, Railroad, Kansas City Southern, business lender Signature Bank, and the leading national supplier of agronomics and irrigation equipment, Site One. One key contributor we would like to highlight this quarter is DraftKings. Online sports betting is legalized in some form in 20 states, live in 12, and with many states facing pandemic-related budget shortfalls being evaluated in many more. The leaders in this fast-growing space are not the traditional brick-and-mortar sports books, but a pair of companies that dominate the daily fantasy sports niche. DraftKings 
is the largest DFS provider with a 60% market share, which it has successfully parlayed into pole position in online sports betting, benefiting from past marketing spend and DFS customer conversions. In New Jersey, one of the first states to legalize online sports betting, the online operators are accounting for 95% of the volume, and DraftKings and if its DFS peer FanDuel have nearly 80% market share. Where it is legal, DraftKings has captured 30% of the online sports betting market overall, and we are seeing signs of brand loyalty as the retention rate is over 80% after year one and nearly 90% after year two. The American Gaming Association estimates that illegal offshore betting alone totals $150 billion annually, which translates into a $15 billion revenue opportunity and legal gaming should greatly expand that market. The company estimates its share of the market at maturity is roughly $4 billion in revenue. DraftKings has also been able to successfully cross-sell sports bettors into its virtual casino. Called iGaming, DraftKings offers popular games like Blackjack and Roulette. So far, 50% of online sports bettors have tried the iGaming offering overall, with the cross-sell penetration in Michigan reaching 80%. Chris, on the flip side, can you walk us through some key detractors you saw during the first quarter of 2021 for the mid-cap growth portfolio? The bottom five contributors to the mid-cap growth portfolio for the quarter are Latin American e-commerce and fintech leader Mercado Libre, transaction tax software specialist Avalara, cloud-based human capital management company Paycom, programmatic advertising platform The Trade Desk, and identity management leader Okta. Speaking to the rotation we covered earlier, four of the five largest attractors from the portfolio this quarter were among the top five contributors last quarter. The detractor we wanted to spend a little more time on this quarter is Mercado Libre, the leading e-commerce marketplace in Brazil, Argentina, and Mexico. Through 2020, e-commerce represented just 6% of retail sales in Latin America versus 15% in the U.S. and upward of 30% in China. So there's a lot of e-commerce penetration ahead of them, even as they have grown during the pandemic, with more and more consumers leaning on their services when confined to their homes. We believe Mercado has differentiated its marketplace in a few ways. First, by having the largest product selection with about 10 times the number of listings as the second largest site. And second, by having differentiated shipping. Consider this for a minute. Just 40% of roads in Mexico are paved, less than 15% in Brazil. So e-commerce delivery across the board has been inconsistent at best in the past and is one of the reasons Amazon has been very slow and hesitant to enter the market at scale. In response, Mercado has built out its own asset light logistics network, which now handles 77% of shipments and over 30% of actual fulfillment. Mercado has also built out a robust electronics payment product suite with an electronic wallet, merchant services that enable third-party websites to accept payments, and mobile point-of-sale equipment to enable a large number of businesses to accept electronic payments, many for the first time. While these fintech services have been met with strong demand as people were forced to adapt how they pay for goods and services during the pandemic, 
the growth in the most recent quarter of Mercado's $16 billion in total payment volume came in slightly below street expectations, adding fuel to the selling pressure already occurring because of Mercado's growth stock classification. My last question is, as we move into Q2, what are some of the considerations you're looking for at a portfolio level? In our growth portfolios, we seek two things. First is always the quality of the business. Without that quality threshold, nothing else is relevant over our longer-term investment time horizon. And we are spending a lot of time making sure the growth names we own that are under pressure haven't had a change in the competitive dynamics of their businesses. But the second thing we look at in managing this portfolio is Wall Street estimates. As we have said in the past, we don't have a more precise Excel model that is better at generating EPS to the penny next quarter. But we do believe we can identify opportunities where we think published estimates could be off by orders of magnitude. While we don't manage this portfolio from a top-down perspective, the current growth expectations for some companies are clearly changing. We have found opportunities to add a small number of new names and beef up the size of a few existing names whose growth expectations have brightened notably as the reopening of the economy has started to crystallize in both timing and increasingly magnitude. One name that we believe fits this profile is Kansas City Southern. Last year, carloads for KSU fell 6% as the economic recession dented demand for industrial products. Shipments for the energy industry and autos were also under pressure. The street projects KSU's volumes will rebound by a high single-digit percentage in 2021. Following the 08-09 recession, KSU's volumes rebounded 24% and 16% in the two years that followed, granted from a slightly larger drawdown in the preceding year. We also see the potential for a boost from some of KSU's unique growth tailwinds, energy reform in Mexico, gaining access to the port of Veracruz, Mexico's main cargo port, and overall growth in Mexican manufacturing. We have added to our position in KSU as we expect it has a great chance to exceed the consensus estimates over the next few years. Chris, as always, thank you for your time and the insight you provide our KaneCast listeners. We look forward to future conversations. Thank you for your interest in the CAR mid-cap growth strategy. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.